friends. Are you looking for a new podcast? Maybe something you can share with your littles? Something that has some storytelling in it? Well, then look no further. We have Storytime with Philip and Mommy, where my son and I sit and discuss all the great books that you might love while we read them. So, Little Golden Books, Berenstain Bears, and even the new classics like Bluey. We sit down, we read, we discuss, and we have so much fun doing it. Come and join us. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, reader. Welcome back for part two of our Venice adventure. Part one was released earlier, so be sure to go back and listen if you haven't already. Reading Bug Adventures is written, performed, and produced by all of us at The Reading Bug, our family-owned independent bookstore in San Carlos, California. You can shop for millions of books and gifts for kids and grown-ups at our bookstore website, thereadingbug.com. How about books delivered right to your doorstep monthly? Find subscriptions at readingbugbox.com. The perfect gift for the holidays, Reading Bug Box is the only book box that includes a selection of books handpicked by the Reading Bug booksellers and personalized to the unique age, interests, and reading level of each reader. We're here to engage, educate, and entertain all of our readers, and we want to stick around for a long time. We thank you for your support. Thank you also to our sponsors and patrons, past, present, and future. You're part of what makes Reading Bug Adventures podcast possible. To become a patron and support our work, please visit patreon.com slash readingbugadventures. Okay, reader, I think it's time to get back to Italy to search for the missing goblet in Venice. Are you ready? On the count of three, let's all hop back into our adventure together. One, two, three, let's fly! It's a reading bug adventure, there's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Hi, reader. Welcome back. You made it back to Venice, Italy just in time. We've got a goblet to find. And a city to save. That's right. The reading bug, the spelling bee, and I are here with our new friend, Professor Gallo. Welcome back. Professor Gallo is an American professor of Italian history who is going to take us on a tour of the historic city of Venice today. But those plans were sidetracked when a valuable 15th century crystal goblet decorated with a picture of a winged lion was stolen from the museum at the Doge's Palace. According to legend, the goblet has magic powers that protect Venice from harm. So if we don't help the professor find it, who knows what might happen? Whoever took the goblet left a note that said they would leave clues to where they hid it at. Three famous Venetian destinations. We found the first one in a bookstore, and it said that in order to find the second clue, we need to take a brief trip to St. Mark's Square and find the mighty winged king who lives there. A sorceress will be standing beneath, and she will deliver the clue that you seek. So, now we're looking for a gondola to help take us through the shallow canals of Venice to St. Mark's Square. I read that gondolas have been used in Venice for a thousand years. Long ago, gondolas were painted many different colors, but a law was passed in the 16th century that required all gondolas to be painted black. Today, Venice's gondolas are all the same size, weight, and color. They are each made up of 280 different pieces, and they all use eight types of wood. Oak, elm, lime, larch, fir, cherry, walnut, and mahogany. That's right. And you can find gondolas and the gondoliers who pilot them through the canals all over Venice. Quickly, follow me. 
Ah, here we are. Ciao, Gino! Ciao, professore! Gino here will be our gondolier. Hop into their gondola and we'll be on our way. Uh, professor, I'm not sure I want to get into Gino's gondola. I think it might be broken. Broken? Yes, look. It's lopsided. It's leaning to the left. I'm afraid it might tip over and sink. You don't need to worry about that, Lauren. I read that all gondolas are built that way. They bow out on the left side to compensate for the weight of the gondolier who stands in the back of the boat and rows only on the right side. Si, senora. Okay, then. Everyone in. Gino, St. Mark's Square, per favore. Oh, it looks like we're in for a little treat. Gondoliers in Venice often sing as they wind their way through the narrow canals. Once you learn the words, you can sing along. Venice to Venice, enchantress divine, where dreams take flight like the stars that shine. City of magic, the gondolas glide through the narrow canals as my song takes flight. Let's sing. In Venice's waters, a tale unfolds where magic weaves its threads of gold. Beneath the sun's soft golden light, as the city of water comes into sight. Oh, Venice to Venice, enchantress divine, where dreams take flight like the stars that shine. City of magic, the gondolas glide through the narrow canals as my song takes flight. Venice to Venice, enchantress divine, you got it? where dreams take flight like the stars that shine. Very good. City of magic, the gondolas glide through the narrow canals as my song takes flight. With every stroke, the waters sigh, whispering secrets as we pass by. Ancient palazzos stand tall and grand, their beauty echoing across the land. Oh, Venice to Venice, enchantress divine, where dreams take flight like the stars that shine. Through the narrow canals as my song takes flight, now it's time to say goodnight. Grazie di tutto, Gino. That was beautiful. Ah, and look, we're here. Let's hop out of the gondola. We can enter St. Mark's Square through the archway ahead of us. Oh, wow. This square is much larger than the last one. And the church in front of us is even larger and more beautiful than the basilica in Campo Santo Giovanni e Paolo. This church looks like it's been painted with gold as it sparkles in the afternoon sunlight. Look, reader, the church has five entrance doors, each one with its own large sculptured arch. And at the top of the church, there are four bronze-colored statues of magnificent horses. There's a clock tower on one side of the church and a bell tower on the other side. A beautiful golden angel is standing on the very top of the bell tower. You are looking at the Basilica of St. Mark, Lauren. It is the most famous church in Venice. To your right, next to the Basilica, there is a huge three-story rectangular building with large archways all around the ground floor of the building. Do you see it? I do. On top of the archways on the ground floor, there's a row of smaller arches all the way around the second story. And there are even smaller arched windows all the way around the third story. Right, that's the Doge's Palace, where many of the Doges lived during the years of the Venetian Republic. Today, the palace contains a museum, and that's where the Lion Goblet was on display. D-O-G-E-S, Doges. 
Those were the leaders of Venice who were elected for life by the Venetian nobility. Right, B. I'm glad you've been paying attention. Now that we're here, we need to find the sorceress to find our next clue. Anyone seen someone who looks like a sorceress? I do. You do? Where? There. And there. And there. And... Oh! Reading Bug, you're right! There are dozens of sorceresses, magicians, wizards, and witches. They're everywhere. Professor, what's going on? I knew that St. Mark's Square would be packed full of people, and it is. But I didn't expect that most of them would be wearing costumes. Well, that's what I was trying to tell you earlier. Today is the beginning of Carnival, the biggest celebration of the year in Venice. During Carnival, all of our squares fill up with games, concerts, shows, and people in costumes. The square with the biggest crowds and the most events is St. Mark's Square. Oh no! How are we going to find the sorceress with our next clue in this crowd? Remember, Lauren, there was more to the poem. The sorceress we're looking for is supposed to be standing beneath a mighty winged king. A mighty winged king? But what does that even mean? I don't know. There were no Venetian kings. What about another kind of king, Professor? A king like the one on the stolen goblet? I'm not sure I understand. A king of the jungle? A lion! Oh, of course! A winged lion! Brilliant, Bug! There's a winged lion attached to the pinnacle of St. Mark's Basilica, just over there. I see it, but I don't think there's any way that a sorceress could stand underneath the wall of the basilica. Oh, that's true. So, there must be a winged lion somewhere else. But where? Oh, I've got it! There's another small square, or piazzetta, behind the Doge's Palace and the Basilica that is closer to the water. There are two tall columns in the piazzetta, a statue of St. Theodore killing a dragon is on top of one of the columns, and a statue of the winged lion is on top of the other. That has to be it. Let's see if there's a sorceress standing under the winged lion in the piazzetta. Follow me. right. Look! There's a woman wearing a long red brocaded dress, red gloves, and a wide-brimmed red hat. A bright white mask is covering her face. She might be just another costume carnival attendee, but she's carrying a wand in her right hand. She must be the sorceress we're looking for. Even with that mask on, she seems somehow familiar to me. Reader, does she seem familiar to you? Well, what are we waiting for? If we are going to find the next clue, we need to ask this woman what she knows. You're right, Professor. Let's ask. Good afternoon. Hello. Um, this may sound strange, but my name is... Silence. I know who you are and why you are here. Listen carefully. I will not repeat myself. Congratulations, adventurers. You've found the next clue. Now to find the goblet, here's what you must do. Travel south just a bit to a spot, if you dare, where centuries of visitors have had a good scare. The final location is wet and quite frightful, but the goblet is mine if it's not in your hands by nightfall. Where did she go? She just waved her wand and disappeared in in a puff of smoke. I'm not sure, but we must follow the clue and find the goblet quickly. It's getting darker and 
Now it's starting to rain. Let's go. Go? Where? You heard the sorceress. She said that we had to go somewhere quite frightful. And only if we dare. That sounds... scary. Oh, but... but what choice do we have? If we're going to save Venice, the goblet must be in our hands by nightfall. This rain may be a sign that the city's protective shield is already starting to fail. There is always a risk of aqua alta here, high waters that can damage and sink the city's buildings. And these heavy rains will increase that risk. The professor is right. We have to solve this clue and find that goblet quick. Professor, what are some places in Venice that are frightful or dangerous? Is there any location that comes to mind? There are many places in Venice that are said to be haunted. Paveglia, for example. Paveglia? Yes, Paveglia. It's one of the islands that makes up Venice. Many people believe that Paveglia is the most haunted place in the world. The most haunted? Yes. No one has visited Paveglia since 1978. It is closed to the public. The only people who have lived on Paveglia during the last 700 years were ones suffering from the plague and other diseases who were quarantined there in hospitals that were built to accommodate them. Since the last patients moved out almost 50 years ago, the buildings have turned into graffiti-covered ruins. Those that remain standing are unsafe. There is no electricity or water on the island. No electricity? Buildings in ruins? That doesn't sound safe at all. Oh, it's not. But I must go. Even if there's just the smallest chance that the goblet is there, I understand if you don't want to come with me. Reading bug, spelling bee, reader, we can't go. Can we? Paveglia sounds more dangerous and more scary than anything we've ever encountered on any of our adventures. Ever! As much as I want to help, I think you're right. Lauren, we can't go. I understand. And I would never ask you to put your lives at risk. Wish me luck. Professor, wait. Yes, Bug? You said that there are many places in Venice that are haunted. Is it possible that the Goblet Thief's clue was about a location other than Paveglia? It's possible, sure. But there's not much I can think of south of St. Mark's Square, which is where the clue said we had to go, except Paveglia. What if south isn't a direction on the map? What if it means down, underground, instead? That's a really interesting thought, B. I read that many Italian churches have crypts or catacombs underneath and were surrounded by churches. Crypt. C-R-Y-P-T. That's a small underground room where a coffin is laid to rest. And a catacomb, C-A-T-A-C-O-M-B, is an underground cemetery. That's right, B. And Reading Bug, you are also right. Many churches do have crypts below ground, though there's only one nearby that's said to be haunted. And that's the flooded crypt of the Church of San Zacharia. The flooded crypt? Oh, yes. In 1105, a terrible fire destroyed the original church that stood above the crypt, together with the adjacent monastery. The crypt below holds the tombs of eight of the earliest Venetian doges. And, as the name suggests, it is flooded. Could that be where the clue is leading us? Yes! The clue said the location was both wet and frightful. I think you could be right. The goblet could be just under our feet in the flooded crypt of the Church of San Zacharia. What are we waiting for then? 
It's really starting to rain now. You're right, Bud. Everyone, follow me to the entrance of the crypt. It's just around the corner. All right, the crypt is just down these stairs. Down the stairs? Professor, it's almost nighttime, and if we're going underground, shouldn't we bring some flashlights or something to light our way? It doesn't look like we need to worry about it getting dark, Lauren. Look, someone was already here before us, and the stairway is lined with torches, lighting our way. An ancient stairway leading us to a haunted underground crypt, lit by flaming torches? <laughs> That's not creepy. There's no time to lose. Hurry! Wow. Look at this place, reader. The flaming torches cast an eerie light against the walls of the large underground room. The walls are made of ancient brick, rising to several arched ceilings and held up by marble pillars. Oh, Professor! The floor is covered in several inches of water. My shoes are soaking wet. That's right, Lauren. Remember, this is the flooded crypt of the Church of San Zacharia. There's always water in here, although on a rainy night like tonight, the water is much deeper than usual. We have to keep going. It's really creepy down here in this torchlight. The shadows of the flickering flames look like ghosts running through the crypt. Maybe we should head back up. I feel like the crypt may be warning us to get out now, while we still can. Look to your left, Lauren. Whoever left those torches wants us to head that way. The torches lead down one corridor towards the crypt. Keep walking. I wish I had brought some rain boots. My shoes, socks, and feet are soaking wet and cold. Lauren, I don't think you're going to need to worry about cold toes much longer. I think we're about to solve this mystery. Stop looking down at the water and look up in front of you. In front of me? Oh, it's a, a crypt, I think. It's a large rectangular box made out of some sort of stone. Marble, maybe? And on top is a statue. That's right. And look at what the statue is holding. The winged lion goblet. We've found it. It's right in front of our eyes, and soon it will be in our hands. Quickly, Lauren, reach up and grab it so we can get it upstairs and back to safety. Okay, Professor. I think I can reach it if I just climb up onto the tomb. Fine. Thanks, B. Just a little wet. What happened? I couldn't get near the goblet. It was like there was an invisible shield surrounding it. And when I touched the shield, I got dizzy and I fell. Well, maybe you're just dehydrated. We have been running around all over Venice, and you probably didn't drink enough water today. That's what made you dizzy. L let me give it a try. Oh, just a bit further, and I'll be able to grab it. Ouch! Professor! Oh, it's hot! Burning hot! The goblet is covered in bright green flames. I don't see any flames, Professor. Oh, I can see them and feel them. Ouch! Professor, there aren't any flames around the goblet that I can see. Something strange is going on. Something strange indeed. I didn't expect that you would be clever enough 
or brave enough to find me and your precious winged lion crystal goblet so quickly. Bravo! Look, reader, it's the sorceress from St. Mark's Square! What is she doing down here? Are you the one who stole the goblet from the Doge's palace? Of course I'm the one who stole it! Well, give it back then! I'm afraid I can't just give it back to you. That wouldn't be much fun now, would it? <laughs> I've placed a powerful, bewildering spell on the goblet so that each time one of you tries to touch it, you'll become confused and disoriented, making it impossible for any of you to hold it in your hands. Pretty clever, right? <laughs> I don't know who you are or what game you think you're playing, but that goblet belongs to Venice herself. By stealing it, you are putting the entire city in danger of destruction. Well, I certainly wouldn't want to do that. You see, I have plans of my own for Venice. I'm not interested in destroying the city or breaking this goblet. But I do think I'll hang on to it. No, this was never about the goblet, Professor. This was always about these adventuring friends of yours. Lauren, reading bug, spelling bee, reader, it has been a long time since we last saw each other. <laughs> Wait a minute. I know that laugh, and I know you. I thought I recognized you even though you were wearing a mask. But now I'm certain you are Morgana. I knew you'd catch on sooner or later. I recognized your little troop immediately, and I am so looking forward to beating you this time. I stole the goblet and left you clues to lure you here, where the water is slowly rising from the rainstorm outside. Just a little bit longer, and these underground rooms will fill with water completely, washing you out of my life forever. <laughs> She's right! The water is rising! It's up to my thighs now! Reader, remember! We battled Morgana back in New Alchemy on our magic adventure, and again on our unicorn adventure, and both times we beat her. I don't know how, but I think we can beat you again today! Unlikely, but watching you try reminds me of watching a bug like you trying to escape a spider web. It's quite entertaining and equally as futile. Venice was built as a fortress against enemy attack, and once we are gone, it will be a fortress against my enemies. With a goblet in my possession, Venice will be the perfect place to stage my evil operations, undetected and impenetrable. I just need to clear some meddling adventurers out of the way first. Wait! You can't just leave us down here! Oh, can't I? We have to get the goblet back. It's our only chance. But how? Morgana's bewildering spell has made it so that none of us can even touch the goblet. No one of us can touch it. You're right, Lauren. But listen carefully. I have an inspiration. Spelling Bee, I don't think there's much to talk about. We already tried and failed to grab the goblet. Morgana is about to take the goblet with her and leave us down here while the storm fills these underground rooms with water. She's finally beaten us. No, she hasn't, Lauren. Remember, we're always able to beat Morgana when we... Work together? Exactly. I was listening carefully to Morgana, and she said that the bewildering spell would prevent any one of us from holding the goblet. Any one of us. Brilliant, Bee. 
If one of us tries to grab the goblet, like you and the professor did, we fail. But maybe we can break the spell if all of us work together. Yes! A little spell of our own, from all of us, can certainly break Morgana's bewildering spell. I'll take the lead. Not only do I love the spell, but I also love casting spells. Quickly, let's form a circle and hold hands. What? What are you doing? Next, each of us will state what they believe is their most important virtue. I'll go first. C-O-M-P-A-S-S-I-O-N. My most important virtue is compassion. That means I care about others. I think my most important virtue is empathy. My ability to put myself in someone else's shoes and feel what they feel. My most important virtue is my love of reading and my quest for knowledge. Oh, uh, my most important virtue is courage. It took all of my courage to embark on this search today. Reader, what is your most important virtue? Excellent! Now close your eyes and envision a radiant light that is emanating from the center of our circle. This light is the embodiment of all of our virtues and the essence of all of our goodness. Now with your eyes still closed, imagine that the bright light is pouring into the goblet and filling it up. Hey, what's going on over there? Great work! Now here comes the spell. In virtue bound, our spirits align, hearts filled with courage, souls refined. Compassion's grace, wisdom's sight, empathy's embrace, all shining bright. When we combine our virtues in a spelling, what we can accomplish, there's no telling. The light within us will prevail, the curse will be broken, and evil shall fail. Look, the goblet is filling with light. I think the spell is working. Lauren, grab the goblet. Got it. B, it worked. You broke Morgana's bewildering spell. We broke it, Lauren. The goblet? You've taken it. But how? Hey, what's happening to me? I can barely see my hands, my wand, and my dress. I seem to be fading away. That's exactly what's happening, Morgana. Once again, good has prevailed over evil, and you and your powers are fading away. Oh, I've lost again. My evil plans have been foiled once again by this motley band of adventurers. Mark my words, Lauren, spelling bee, reading bug, reader. I'll be back. You may have won this battle, but I'll be is beginning to recede. And we saved the goblet. Professor, I believe this goblet belongs to you. It belongs to the city of Venice, Lauren. Thank you so much for all your help in retrieving it. I could never have done this without all of you. Let's all hurry and return the goblet to its rightful place in the Doge's palace. This definitely wasn't the tour of Venice that we thought we'd be taking today. But we had an amazing adventure, and we still got to ride in a gondola. And we saved Venice and the world from Morgana again. We're so happy that we were able to help you find the winged lion goblet, Professor. But it's almost nighttime, and we need to get back to our family and friends before they start worrying about us. My friends, you are welcome to come back for a proper tour of Venice anytime. Thank you. Now, get that goblet back to a safe spot, would you? I will. Goodbye. Thank you. Lauren, reader, spelling bee, 
Let's all jump inside my book bag and head home. Look, reader. The reading bug is opening her book bag and it's getting bigger and bigger. Big enough to fit us all inside. Okay, are you ready? Let's all flap our wings and fly back home together. Hop three times with me, then into my book bag. Here we go. One hop, two hops, three hops, and we're in. We've had a big adventure within our book bag, and I think we saved the day. We'll see you next time. Goodbye, book bag. Now it's time to fly away. Venice is getting smaller and smaller as we climb higher and higher up into the sky. I can see all the islands that make up the city of Venice. That was some adventure, wasn't it, reader? What parts of today's adventure do you remember the most? What illustrations are you going to draw? The flooded crypt of San Zaccaria was pretty creepy, but also really beautiful in the torchlight. I think I'll try to draw a picture of that. I'm going to draw a picture of our gondola ride and our gondolier Gino. Great ideas! If you had fun on today's adventure and want to learn more about Venice and Italy, you can read any of the books in my book bag. A complete list can be found at thereadingbug.com adventures. Look! We made it back home! Thank you for your courage on today's adventure, reader. We couldn't have defeated Morgana without you. When you're a reader, you're a leader. You're ready to learn about everything as you grow. You'll show this world that you can be anything. You could write a book or fly a plane. Build a house with a giant crane. Whatever you do, one thing will be true. There's nothing you can't do. You can see it through just by being you. When you're a reader, you're a leader. You're ready to learn about everything as you grow. You'll show this world that you can be anything. You could sing your way into a Broadway show. Don't let anyone tell you no. Whatever you do, one thing will be true. There's nothing you can't do. You can make your dreams come true just by being you. Thank you for joining us on our adventure today. We can't wait to see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. It's a reading bug adventure. There's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper and your imaginations too. The reading bug and I can't wait to share our trip with you. Thanks to all of our individual sponsors. If you're interested in becoming a patron, please visit our page at patreon.com slash readingbugadventures. Thank you for listening to Reading Bug Adventures. I'm Lauren Savage, and today's adventure was an original story written by Diane and Brandon Savage. This episode was performed by me, Chloe Savage, Riley Savage, Jack Savage, Brandon Savage, Shannon Shern, Jason Shern, and Matthew Shern, and Heather McDill. The Reading Bug is our family-owned independent children's bookstore in California, and we're passionate about educating, entertaining, and engaging children of all ages. 
Learn more about us at thereadingbug.com and our personalized subscription box service at readingbugbox.com. Thank you.
Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now.